morning, campers. Welcome to the Camp Good Boy Podcast. Welcome back. Uh, when was the last one? Two weeks ago? Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, was yeah. Two weeks ago. <laughs> we were talking about Police Academy, and now we're on Alien. We got Alien. <laughs> My memory, I have two memories of this movie, Alien. The first uh, was it was one of the first movies I ever saw mm-hmm. uh, when I was a kid. It was probably like 1987, and I threw up during it, and I think that was the last time Mom and Dad ever hired those babysitters. Yeah. Because they let us watch Alien. Well, that little, like, Alien... Well, when the little alien comes out of her stomach, that's uh, that'll scar you, a young boy's I, mind. That had to have been what made me a throw young boy's up. fragile eggshell mind. <laughs> and then the second memory is so I went to a boarding school, and I remember the first my first year there, there was like a new, like young kind of cool teacher. Oh god, that I thought was like he was like probably like right out of college. Uh, and he was just like Johnny Cool, and he and uh, every Saturday night. So that was the Saturday night. Um, there was usually like one dorm head would have an open house where you could go, and they had like beverages and like cookies and chips and his, shit. His grooming sessions. <laughs> yeah, right. You could go over to their apartments and just like have some food. They would always have like pizza. And then, like, I remember this one he's, guy. Dude, he's trying to find the gay kids. <laughs> so he was, like, the cool guy who had, like, pizza and, and like, soda. And he was playing alien. Oh, right. And he was just, like, cool alien guy. Yeah. It's like, of course this guy's playing alien. Seeing like, what dorks he can fuck <laughs> in, the, uh, in the dorm. And I remember you, you went over there, and it, there, it wasn't like, uh, like, hey, come on in. It was just, like, he was, like, really into alien. Uh, it's like, all right, we found the cool teacher. Yeah, you got to watch out for those cool teachers. <laughs> Because if they were really cool, they'd be doing porn. <laughs> right, yeah, we're teaching like in public school. Yeah, <laughs> they. Um, yeah, the the misconception about Alien is that it's this like action packed. It's it ain't Aliens. Oh no, or nor is it Alien Three. <laughs> no, it's it's more like. I mean, it's more like a play. It really. I mean, I, it's yeah. like it's not. It's not that. It's like a really good play. Yeah, there's not a lot of pew pew in no. this movie. <laughs> no, it's pew pewless. It kind of feels like supernatural outside because of this wind. Mm-hmm. And I guess there's. A, I was just reading. There's a solar flash. Oh, that's a new. That's a that's a familiar that's like a, weather. Um, that's like event. something from 2020. I know, right? <laughs> they said it's uh, possible effects are power grade fluctuations with voltage alarms at higher latitudes. So is that like? <laughs> And then for satellites, it could have orientation irregularities and increased drag in low Earth orbit. This just sounds very... What? Solar flash? Mm-hmm. It's just windy. <laughs> I don't yeah. get it. But the solar flare is expected to hit Earth today. Oh, I don't... Solar flare. Are we ready for that? Geomagnetic storm. <laughs> what? Yeah. Give me a break. This Ooh. is just another fucking... This is just the media. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know if I'm ready for a solar flare to just... Is that? I mean, isn't that like an asteroid or what? Is that just a piece of the sun? That's I mean, no, down? it just looks like the sun sneezes. <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah. what it looks like. Yeah, what's picture. the New York Post saying about it? <laughs> Solar storm expected to hit Earth could make northern lights visible in New York. Ah, oh, too right. bad we don't live in New York. Yeah. So that okay. So okay. So October eleventh. That was at one thirty. Right. Okay. That was okay. So it's eight o'clock in New York. That was seven hours ago in New York, and. Uh, so everything seems fine. Alien is on. Well, we got, but we got this wind outside. The, a branch that's, just fell outside. That's just Santa Ana winds. Though. Yeah, it better not be like ninety-seven degrees tomorrow because that's usually what it means. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just windy. I mean, it's time. It's it's. This is when it's usually windy in L.A. Mm-hmm. It's October in L.A. Yeah, <laughs> the leaves are falling. <laughs> is that John Hurt? Yeah, John Hurt. 
John Hurt isn't. He's the one who the alien comes out of his stomach. Oh, wow. Elephant Man? Was no. this before or after Elephant Man? It would have been great if he was like, I'll do Alien, but I want to do it in the John Merrick <laughs> costume. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> Get a young Tom Scared in there. And Sigourney. And, <laughs> Wait, and smoking heaters on the spaceship. Oh, of course. <laughs> yeah, this was pre... Oh, and then Harry Dean Stanton. What a crew. Yeah. Jesus Christ. This, what a great space crew. Oh my I know. God. Could you imagine being on the spaceship with these guys? Uh, like Being on a spaceship with Tom Scarrett, um, <laughs> Harry oh Dean God. Stanton, Sigourney, Sigourney Weaver. Weaver. And, uh, wow, what a great... Are they all trying to fight for who gets to pipe Sigourney? <laughs> I don't know. I honestly, I don't even know. I've, I've, like I said, those are my two memories of this movie. I know it's great, uh, and I should probably sit down and watch it. If it was at the New Beverly, I'd go see it because I'd mm-hmm. rather see it on a on the big screen. But like, I've actually never sat down and watched it. I oh, really there, haven't. There is another woman on the on the spaceship with her with them. Oh, uh, I think you might be right. Yeah. Or, and then Alien 2, it's like James Cameron, and they brought Paul Reiser on. <laughs> yeah. Because right. they, uh, they needed some comic relief, I guess. Actually, talk about a great franchise. Alien, directed by Ridley Scott. Aliens, directed by James Carey. And Alien 3, James Cameron. James Cameron. Alien 3, directed by David Fincher. Whoa. Yeah, that's not, that's not bad. I saw the new James Bond movie last night. Was it good? It's good. They should have called it No Time to Fuck. <laughs> Does Bond, does he fuck anymore? I mean, he, he, doesn't, he doesn't fuck. The Dan, the Craig Daniels ones, they uh, he's like, he's too busy like being a mope. You know what? Actually, you're right. Yeah, I think you might be right. He's a really mopey Bond. He's like, he's he hooks up in the beginning with his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Like the, It's like a love story. It's his like, girlfriend. The Craig Daniels doesn't like, Daniels. he doesn't, uh, he's just not as much of a like a coxman as like the Bond's past. And, and it's like the women that kind of like come on to him, then it's just like an agent just like, like getting in on the case and is like, teases him and like they don't fuck i wonder if that's a callback to actually we were talking about this on friday night uh, around the poker table uh, i wonder if that is because that was a decision they made because in casino royale which is his first one mm-hmm. which is my personal favorite bond movie i love that movie uh he's getting he's in this he's in a chair and they cut out the stitching in the chair mm-hmm. and he's naked mm-hmm. and he's tied up and his, his penis and balls are just hanging down Ooh. and they're doing this thing where they're wrapping a rope around him and that the, the ball at the end is coming up and slamming him in the penis and balls. Right. So he might just be not. He might not be able to use it. He's like uh, William Hurt in the. Yeah, he's show. like he's yeah he's like uh, John Voight in Coming Home. He just what you don't see is he just like goes down on her in the beginning. He can't do anything. That, that may very well be true. They his balls just get ruined in the casino royale. Yeah, because he's not even like he's barely flirtatious. Hmm. Yeah. He. He's he's in love with this woman. The, the whole thing is a love story. I don't want to give away the ending, but it's like it's never happened in a Bond movie before. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it's it's like yeah, he's like he's kind of a buzzkill Bond. Yeah, he's a little he's, he's like, a mo. He's a little dark and brooding because because the I guess Bond he before, can't fuck anymore. I think that's what it is. But he was in Casino Royale a little bit too. Yeah, and I guess because Pierce Brosnan was kind of like of like a more a little bit more of a uh, like flirtatious. Oh yeah, I think yeah. they kind of go but in. It's not like I mean, Roger Moore was just like a garbage dick. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, he he fucks like four times per film. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, they're basically porn. And, and he's like scummy. He's slimy. Like Bond's always been like a little. He's sort of like charming. He's a bad boy, but like mm-hmm. Roger Moore was just a straight up like. He was yeah. a straight up dirtbag scumbag. <laughs> I mean, those 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 more bonds are like pornos guys. They are great. I love them. Yeah, they're like softcore. The Connery one. I mean, honestly, one one of my least favorite bro conversations is who's your favorite Bond? No. <laughs> Frankly, I like them all. I think they're all great. Like, yeah. why, why did why, why do we have to pick one? <laughs> yeah. Well, like, why why is uh. Why does Esquire always, always <laughs> come at me? I know. Try that to is like one. such a bro combo. <laughs> it really is. A it's con-brosation. A, they're all, yeah. <laughs> they're, all, they're all great. Even Dalton. I watched fucking License ah! to Kill a few years ago. I'm like, yeah, he's fine. You got Benicio as the bad guy <laughs> yeah, in that. Really, yeah, you do. But they got Dalton in and out of there quick. Well, he was, just wasn't that interesting, but he's, right. he, did a, he did a good... He, he was fine. He... Yeah, they just they were like, all right, we're gonna give you one because isn't he just in two? He's two. He just doesn't have like the flair that the other guys had. It was he was just kind of boring, but he, it worked. What about the Australian one who was only in one Bond movie? I'm sure is that like the hipster one to say that? He's yeah, your probably. <laughs> yeah, well, it was James Bond, James oh, Bond, yeah. mate. And he's just weird looking. Yeah. yeah. And then the, the you know what was a great one? The he's one a bit, where he's Connery, a bit weird looking. Connery came back in like the eighties. Yeah. He was like a little older. Is like nah, this didn't work. Wait, they tried to bring him back. He was in one. Let me. Let me oh see. yeah, nah. Uh, movie. Oh James. Uh, yeah. Well, there was a really bizarre one that he came back into. Um, let's see. I'm just. I, I'm Poor not a weird. Bond guy. I, I like them, but I am. I'm not a Bond guy. I'm. I'm really not. No. It might be Never Say Never Again. Yeah. Yeah. Never cast John Connery <laughs> in as Bond again. No, this one's good. It's it's uh, directed by Carrie. Fuck your mother. I uh, got a Zuzuki, so they had that true detective. Yeah, field. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, "Where's Rust?" Yeah, I, I would have been great if like Rust Cole. There was just like a weird <laughs> Rust Cole came in, like if they're just going through one of the bars that they're in, and you just see him like making puppets out of his beer can. <laughs> they just go to Carcosa. Yeah. So yeah, this was never said never again. It was in the '80s, and he's like a little older, Sean yeah. Connery. Um, but yeah, Connery's great. Mm-hmm. Moore is great. Uh, Pierce Brosnan was great. Mm-hmm. And Daniel Craig is great. Again, Casino Royale is my favorite Bond movie because it's like it's like a poker movie. Right. I love it. It was good. It's great. And Mads Milken's in it. Oh, yeah. He's the one. He's like, his eye is red. He's like, it's just an inflammation of the cornea. I can assure you it's not of a sinister nature. Yeah, my, yeah I'm right. Bullshit. <laughs> it's not of a sinister nature. Yeah, you're oh, a Bond bad guy. I will say, um, uh, what's his face? Um the guy uh mr robot yeah he's a bad guy he redeemed himself from uh uh not bonfire of the vanities was it bohemian rhapsody or was it the good the the, the small things he well both (laughs) he's redeemed himself and he's good I bet he's good. Yeah. That's exactly what he should play. He'd be he's, a great Bond guy. He's got a skin bad condition guy. that is of a sinister nature. Oh, I'm sure it is. Yeah. Yeah, you're a Bond bad guy. This isn't some medical ailment that you were yeah. born with. You definitely it's, had like just battery a, acid thrown in your face by the <laughs> Serbian mafia. Yeah. And I actually I think that's what he is. I, I think he's Serbian. But he... Um, yeah, he's he's pretty good. He's real, real creepy. I'm he's sure. A real creepy. Well, show. that's what he should play because he's kind of creepy looking in real life. Yeah. No offense to Rami Malek, but he just kind of is. No, but I wonder. Yeah, I guess that um, Daniel Craig 
he, um, yeah, Craig Daniels. Craig Daniels sounds like he's a porn star. Wow. Craig, if he yeah, just Craig really Daniels, no time to fuck. <laughs> But he has no time to fuck. And then, yeah, he's like, he's retired. He's just living in Jamaica. Mm-hmm. He goes to these like, like reggaeton clubs. <laughs> and like, then like Basquiat comes down to see him <laughs> with, um, with, um, uh, Magnus, Billy Magnuson. Ah, uh, Billy, Billy Magnus. He's the, he's in, um, Ingrid Goes West. Oh yeah. Oh, he's Billy, also in the many scenes of Newark, which I'll get to shortly. Yeah. So Billy Magnuson and Basquiat come to see him <laughs> and they pull him back in and then, um, something happens to Basquiat and I guess <laughs> he, uh, he picks Bond up is a big collector. <laughs> so he, yeah, no time to collect. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I um it's weird. Daniel Craig's bond is is kind of moody and mopey and yeah, he catches feels mm-hmm. unlike other bonds. Oh yeah. Cuz in the fir- in Casino Royale, he catches feels for this woman right. and she turns on him. Yeah, he kind of catches feel. I like he's a good bond, but yeah, he's he's kind of a uh he kind of wears his heart on his sleeve. And he drinks a lot. He he yeah. does like even in the middle of the battles like he's like da- crushes. So he's yeah, he's more of like a Pill popping, and then, and then there's an all big, oh, huge conversation. Who's the next Bond going to be? Yeah, it's not going to be. I, I don't want to sound like a dick, but they better not be a woman. I'm sorry. Like it, it, it's it's James Bond. Yeah, just keep it a man. Jane Bond. Uh, just keep it a man. I'm sorry. It, it would be kind of funny if it was Jane Bond and it was the woman from um uh for your considerate like that, who's that tall woman from Glee? Oh, Jane Lynch. Yeah, Jane oh, that, Lynch. That, that, no, you know, cool. I was I think dude st- what, I wish they would just kind of like okay, so we had the moody bond. We mm-hmm. had the moody no that doesn't fuck bond. Mm-hmm. It would be great if they reverted back to the Roger Moore and did like Steve Coogan. <laughs> yeah, that'd be fun. Just <laughs> keep that, no, I'm not I'm not James trying to be Bond. like controversial. He, Just keep it a man. It's a male character. Mm-hmm. And if you change it, you're gonna lose a lot of guys and and women mm-hmm. who like James Bond movies. Like sorry. Sorry. Because like, they're thinking about doing that, right? I don't think so. I don't think they're t- they're they're taking it under consideration. But it, of course it gets floated around because it's twenty twenty one. Yeah. But like like everyone says like Idris Elba and he'd probably be ah, great. Yeah. Uh, or um, I don't even know who else, but like just, it's a ama- just let, let let us guys have this one. <laughs> like yeah. I don't like Coogan, come on, just Coogan, keep it a man. Coogan would be so good. <laughs> that would be good. I mean, he would just be so good. <laughs> it would just because they've got to do something to just change up the flavor a little bit. Yeah, like it's just gonna no, get darker. It's true because they they the the ones the Dana Craig ones did have like a a brooding kind of feel to them because the Pierce Brosnan ones were kind of like. Roger Moore's not not as porny as Roger mm-hmm. Moore ones, but they were light because Pierce Brosnan's like he's light. Yeah, <laughs> Pierce Brosnan's kind of a light. He's kind of mm-hmm. light. He's light. Um, next Bond. Now, now that that's the new bro conversation. Like who's the new who the new the next Bond is? Yeah, that's a conversation. It, it kind of is. Yeah, Beatles or Stones conversation. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's a conversation when you go to someone's house that's having a pool party and you don't have your trunks and the host is like, you need trunks? Yeah, that's good. trunks, babe. <laughs> get fill some trunks. That's pretty calm, That's calm, bro. <laughs> they, I, dude, n- miss me. I'm just like, nah, I'm good. Or like, maybe I'll go in my underwear. Like, I don't need your your trunks. There's something, bro, about like, yo, you, you need trunks? Lo- loaning things to somebody. You need trunks? Yeah, right, right. Babe, get him some trunks. Like, <laughs> no, I don't want your trunks with built-in underwear that I've had your... <laughs> P 
penis, <laughs> penal, penis balls and ass. In yeah, and how do like, I know how many times you've pissed in those? Things I know while you're in the so, ocean. <laughs> but it's it's inevitably happens. It's it's like a bro thing. Like you need trunks. It is kind of a bro thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, conversation. What's another conversation? Uh, best Bond, Beatles or Stones, uh, Godfather. Mm, eh, yeah. Not really. Um, hmm. Come back to that one. Yeah. Okay, so the guy from Bridgerton. You know what? He would actually be good because he would he would lighten it up a little bit. Okay, that guy from Bridgerton who's just reggae like a, John just a Page fuck machine. <laughs> yeah, reggae John Page. Uh, Idris Elba would would be would actually be kind of fun as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Tom Hardy would be. See, you would go. You would have the brooding. Again. Yeah, we've already done that. He, he would be. I think I'm a little hardied out. I'm a little hardy to that also. Yeah. Uh, Richard Madden from Game of Thrones. Eh, uh, maybe. I don't know. See, again, not see what they're doing. Well, that's, uh, she's, Lajisha Yinch is in, um, <laughs> LaSasha Lynch. She's in, she's 007 in No Time to Kill. I see. Okay, got it. No got Time it. to Die. So he's retired and she's 007. Okay. But I just, and she's cool as that, but like to carry the whole thing? Again, Celine Murphy, man. maybe. I don't know. I actually think the. Is I, there's anybody having a Coogan? Is Coogan in the conversation? Uh, let's see. Coogan is James Bond. He does uh, it so good in the trip. Oh yeah! Oh, he does the bear the bad guys. Yeah, I mean, he should be Bond. Come, come, Mister Bond. <laughs> well, that would be great if he plays Bond and the bad. No, he should play Bond and uh, Rob Brydon should play the bad guy. Jesus, that, I'm so here for that. Yeah. Um, yeah, and there's no other. I don't think he's in any of the uh, message boards. Uh, <laughs> no one's talking about something Steve tells Coogan. me it's going to be between Idris Elba and that guy from Bridgerton. Yeah, something tells me that that yeah, those are going to be the two. something tells me it'll be. Yeah, Tom Hardy's too like he's too hard. And he, like, I, is that a pun? Not, is that a pun? <laughs> yeah, but like he, he is. He's too like rough. And I think they should kind of go and they should they should zag on this one and go right. back to kind of like. Like a Roger Moorish, Pierce Brosnan, like more of a suave Bond, or like Ricky Gervais. <laughs> I'm here for that too. Yeah. Um, wait, did you watch the many scenes of Newark yet? No. Good but lord, I don't know if oh I will. So take it away. What are we working oh, with? Jesus shit! It, I hated it so much, and uh, I just didn't like it. Like you know, and and a lot of people that say they like it, they're like. I just love to be back in that world. It's like, what world? Yeah. This is Newark 1960s. Like, right. the Semper Sopranos is New Jersey in the late 90s and the early 2000s. So what world are we talking about? Yeah. It's not the Sopranos. It's So, like, that, when people say, like, it's good to be back in that world, I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about because it's about Christopher's dad, Dickie Moltisanta. You know that character they mentioned, like, three times in the right. show? So why do I give a fuck about this guy? Mm. And then they're like, meet the man who made Tony Soprano, yet the only time you see him and young Tony is, like, one scene, and he, like, rushes, rushes his hair be like, you'd be a good kid. <laughs> Wait, so young Tony isn't even in it? Oh, young Tony's in it, but, right. like, not as much as he should have been. Like uh, the uh, James Gandolfini's son plays his, plays Tony, he's ba- he's barely in it, and like the moments where he's in the movie with his mom mm-hmm. are great moments. I was like, "There's your movie. You guys completely fucking like missed you, you missed it. What you could have done that would have been actually really well, because cool. if we're talking about like a new franchise, like Many Saints Two. You know, I many more gonna, sins I, of Newark. <laughs> the thing is, is I would be interested to the build up to like 
Because it's Tony, it's um, Gandolfini's um, Gandolfini. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, the therapist. Uh, Gandolfini doesn't exist. He can't hurt you. <laughs> Gandolfini. Um, I want like the final of many saints to be like Tony and Carmelo, like looking at that house. That yeah, McMansion, they, the McMansion they live in. Uh, the ending was so stupid. Uh, it yeah. was really stupid. Like David Chase, he fucking mailed it in so he hard. He phoned it in. Oh, uh, so hard. And like, look, like Uncle Junior and uh, Johnny Soprano. So Uncle Junior is played by Corey Stoll. And I like Corey Stoll. <laughs> Corey Stoll's great in House of Cards. He's mm-hmm. great in Midnight in Paris. He's, he's great. Uh, he plays Junior. But like his version of Junior felt like Corey Stoll was like on mushrooms at a party and right. in his trip he was trying to do like a junior soprano <laughs> oh no like every time in the movie i felt like he was doing like a junior soprano impression he was going up to people at a party like tripping being like what do you think of my junior soprano now yeah and like david chase is a great writer but the only lines he could think about to give uncle junior is your sister's cunt Oh, the God. line that he said when he falls in the shower in the Sopranos, like right. one of my favorite moments in the show. That's the only line you could give Junior in the Many Saints of Newark. Mm-hmm. One of the most pivotal characters in the show, and then Johnny Soprano, Tony's dad, is played by John Bernthal, who's fine. He, he does a good job, but like he's barely in the movie. Right, Tony's dad. Barely in the movie. Like, like, it was just so scattered. No, that was a mistake. It should be young Tony, all from yeah. his point of view. And you can get you could get a couple of those leading up to the... Like, well, you could just get a couple of those. Like, mm. over the next... Okay, say you did three in the next ten years. Mm. You could really cover some, some time. You know, yeah. these 70s and 80s. And I want to see the heist that he did with, uh, with like, Jackie April yeah. Sr. Oh, you know what? I want to see young Ralphie. Wait, well, I, they should just have just done it with young Ralphie. They sh- see, then I would have been, like... Then when people are like, it feels good to be back in the world again, I've been, I would have been like, okay, I get it. Because right. you're seeing... See, the, the problem is... So there's Polly because that's who mm-hmm. Billy Magnuson plays. He right. plays Polly. They've basically found a guy that did like a Silvio impression to play young Silvio. Mm-hmm. And it felt like a fucking mad TV sketch. Right. It was so like corny and cheesy looking. And like I was under the impression that Pussy and Silvio were the same age as Tony. Yet in this, Tony's young and those guys are like full mobsters. Oh, uh, okay. So I'm like, what? Is, what's going What is this? Yeah. Because Pussy and Tony apparently are best friends. Yet in many sense in New York, Pussy's like... 27 and yeah. Tony's like 15. That's all. Yeah, that is a little weird. There's so many that, inconsistencies. In that's it. like a weird age <laughs> difference to be, be to be best friends with. <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, that's like hanging out with like your friend's dad when you're a kid and you guys are best friends. It's, <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. It was it was very there was just like disconnected. It felt like uh, I heard somebody say this and it was actually a good analogy. It's just a bunch. It's not a movie. It's just a bunch of scenes that don't really kind of link together at all. Right. Ray Liotta is in it for no fucking reason. Like, I don't even know who he is. Henry? He I, I, Henry Hill? I, yeah. <laughs> you don't even know who he is. Like, I'm like, who? okay, like, oh, cool, Ray Liotta. Like, but, like, who is he? It would have been cool if they had him play Henry Hill and they used that, like, aging technology they used on De Niro and the he's Irishman. He's just there just because he's Henry Hill. Yeah. <laughs> right. And he's like, they just do... Just to get one shot of, like, they... Them like all reacting to Latanza heist, then you get him in the shower. <laughs> Literally, if they had just randomly put that scene bitches. in, it would have been like it would have been the best scene in the movie. Because I can't point to any best scene in the movie, and like mm-hmm. 
So when I hear people like when somebody says they like a movie that I didn't like, I don't I don't care. This one I'm truly like lost. I'm like, what did you watch? But like The Irishman, when everyone's just like Scorsese, Pacino, mm-hmm. De Niro, Pesci, of course it'll be good. Mm-hmm. They see Sopranos and they're like, Sopranos, of course it's going to be good. It's a Sopranos, right. and I'm like. No, you're letting your fandom just blind you yeah. from just a horrible movie that you just You're watched. being a lazy fanboy. You know what I'm done with, too? The Mafia. Yeah. I'm fucking sick of it. Like, what? Because there's Cadillacs and big collars in it, and everybody says, oh, <laughs> it's a fucking great movie. Like, no, it's not. You can't yeah. just rest on that. I will. Well, the, I liked, um, I did like um, Black Mass, the Johnny Depp plays a Whitey <laughs> Bulger just because it's so bizarre. <laughs> yeah, he looks right. like a horror movie character and he's a mobster. <laughs> yeah, the movie did and he, It's like, it's not Casa Nostra. It's this like other, it's this Boston mob where mm. he wears these like, like welders jeans and like a uh, V-neck with, like a, bomber with a deep V and a bomber and yeah. like fires machine guns in Miami and like for like <laughs> high lie control. Oh yeah. That was so <laughs> random. <laughs> I and remember he's just yeah. like a, it's like, um, it's like basically Tim Burton's like t- did the makeup for the, for the guy. Yeah. It, that movie, Whitey. when we saw that in the theater, I didn't like it. And oh, I like it now. It, it's it, one it gets better. Kind of. Oh yeah. When it's on TV, I'm on it. And Peter Sarsgaard is fucking, he plays such a great cokehead. And so is uh, Joel Edgerton. Yeah. I like coke that. snot and piece of shit. I like that better than the departed. Cause oh, this, this is not fucking way better. This is not a departed podcast. Yeah. Um, it is. I just. I'm sorry. I just don't. I don't like that movie, and I never will be convinced. I just won't convince me. I'm sorry. You can slide into the DM and give me your your best chance, your best like breakdown of why it's great. Yeah. I'm not going to take it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so many things. That it, and I, I'd sit here and be like, it's so disappointing that it's not good. But like, honestly, I saw that trailer and I was like, I don't know. Like what? It, like I don't know. What is this movie? What's yeah. it gonna? I don't. Like I don't know. You didn't need to make it. Yeah. Literally, the Sopranos laid it out beautifully. Well, what they could have done is they could have done just another Sopranos movie without Tony. And uh, I mean, they, well, you know what they just made? They just made like, a mediocre mob movie. Yeah, that's all they did. And they and they were they were. I think they were just resting on the nostalgia because it, it's kind of a nostalgia act. Like Junior says, your sister's cunt, mm-hmm. and he says you never had the makings of a varsity athlete which is what Junior says in an episode of The Sopranos. But, like, when Junior says that in the episode of The Sopranos that he says it in, it's, like, motivated. He's, like, he's playing that, like, is he really going after Tony or is he just senile? Mm-hmm. It works. In this, he's just saying it to wink at the audience. They re- they rested on their winks. Yeah. And in that, they lost a movie. The many winks of New York. <laughs> They, they relied so heavily on the nostalgia and the winks that they just fucking completely abandoned any like coherent story. Sounds and then, like, like a as, opportunity. As, as our, uh, as our loyal friend of the pod, the homie Taddy Moore mm-hmm. pointed out, there's a moment. So Chris Moltisanti is the narrator and it's really fucking, mm. he's like narrating it like from the grave. Wait a second. Yeah. Wait, like the Michael Imperioli. Yeah. Oh, it's really cringy. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Exactly. Oh, when wait, I heard Chris Moltisanti talk- dies in Sopranos. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I missed that. Oh, did you? Is really? that in? Uh, oh is God. that in uh, season six B? <laughs> yeah, so Tony kills him. I did not know that. Yeah, well, See, I gotta, get- I gotta go back in. I, I, it's weird. I've, I've watched it like four times. I just like, I usually check out around six A. 
<laughs> well, it got a little weird. Yeah. I mean, I always loved it, but it, it got weird at the end. Yeah, him and Tony get into a car accident. Oh, oh, I remember and, now. And yeah, he's, like, he's he gonna covers d- his mouth. He's yeah. gonna, he kind of oh, puts him in yeah. misery. I was picturing, like, I was like, why don't I remember that he gets whacked? No, he does. Yeah, he gives him, he does that thing. He suffocates yeah. him. Yeah. Because that, 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 when he blood, gives him the sleeping girlfriend. When you're choking on blood. <laughs> he gives him the sleeping girlfriend. So he narrates it, and ten, the homie Teddy Moore pointed out, there's shout a moment. Out. There's a big shout, shout out, out to the homie. There's a moment where he's he, he says, and then when uh, when Neil Young uh, gave his speech on the moon, it's like Christopher knows who Neil Young is. Right. It was them trying to have those stupid like when they think that Don Simpson mm-hmm. was the creator of the of the Simpsons or mm-hmm. Don the movie producer created the Simpsons. Oh right. And it's just like Christopher knows who Neil Young is. They were so again. They were trying to wink again. They fucking winked the whole damn. <laughs> Wait a second. You miss me on narrations from the grave. It was just, it was really cringy. They oh, they just never God. should have done it. But I was I was saying that what an interesting opening for the movie would have been, and the interesting story if they were going to do it, have it from Tony's perspective point of view. And the movie should have started on like a high school football game, mm-hmm. and uh, like t- like you're on Tony Soprano, like defensive mm-hmm. line, Ooh. and he like makes a big play because that Tony wanted to play football. They acknowledge it in many sense in Newark that he had like aspirations to play football. Open it on like a football game in like Boone, yeah. New Jersey, and this young Tony Soprano makes a play. He looks up in the stands thinking he's going to see his mom and dad. They're not there, but Dickie Moltisanti's there because they had a connection, right? And really explore their fucking relationship. And then Dickie Moltisanti gets murdered, and now he's Tony. And make it more that the mob is in the peripheral. Yeah, don't he, make it a he mob goes movie from football to to gang. And then land. he's just kind of lost and aimless a little bit. Yeah, I, I thought if you brought it from Tony's point of view and kept it, and just the mob stuff is in the peripheral. And let's get Coach Taylor. <laughs> let's get Buddy Garrity. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, for, yeah, totally. Let's get Buddy. If you, <laughs> but if, if they had done a mashup of Friday Night Lights and the like Sopranos mm-hmm. origin story, I'm tuning in for that. I just I thought that would just. I mean, again, that that's just that was just what I was thinking. Like the many lights of Friday. <laughs> <laughs> of I know that, yeah, that would have been one way to do, one way to take it. <laughs> no, I just thought if you had if you had made the movie about just this kid, and and yet it, there's this stuff surrounding it, but he's kind of not like he kind of doesn't want it. Not that he's and he's not being pressured into it, but as the you you started on that, and then as the movie goes on, it becomes a mob movie. It becomes a movie about the mafia, about somebody, about this kid who's just like his parents suck. Mm-hmm. The one guy that was looking out for him died, gets murdered. And then the rest of the movie, it's just kind of like, I don't know, maybe it's like a little bit of like a push and pull of mm-hmm. like this kid, like, what's he going to do? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I thought that would have been more interesting if they had just followed young Tony. Because mm-hmm. Tony's, or James Gandolfini's son, Michael Gandolfini, was like, fine. I, I, I liked when he was on the screen, but they just they just bailed on it. to make. They just made another mob movie. Dude, what I'll tell it? you... Uh, they had they had the licorice pizza trailer before Bond. Uh, nobody nobody is give nobody uh, wants this. Wait, where did you see the Bond movie? The Grove. That's the thing. See at the New Beverly. That's it's a different movie audience. Yeah, New Beverly wants that. People that go see Bond movies are like, what the fuck what is that? What the fuck <laughs> is this? Yeah, right, right. I'm, I'm, yeah, I love both movie audience. I love the New Beverly audience. Oh, it's but I different. respect the there Bond. There was somebody audience. texting like a, a few <laughs> yeah. seats down, like through the whole movie, and like 
pretty much everybody's uh oh it was uh it was um it was yeah it is a very different audience because they did a trailer for like dune mm. and someone in the audience after the the trailer was done goes woo and uh, and then someone's like we got that we got one of those <laughs> one of those to the guy or, or we got just a fan like, or just just like you know how sometimes what the new beverly it's like it's like you're at a fucking it is like you're at a high a school football game well like anytime like something comes up it's like they people cheer for yeah. it yeah i never get what they're cheering for because nobody is alive on the screen that can hear you so who yeah. are you cheering to uh, when when someone comes up at the end like so the, the, that's the new beverly they're so deep in like their love of cinema, literally when the composer comes up and it's a name I've never heard of mm-hmm. the whole place erupts. And yeah, yeah. Well, it's like the, uh, it's like wishing a, a dead celebrity happy birthday on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what are you doing? They, they, they don't have, in, they don't have access to Instagram in the, in the ground, in the, in the other world. Yeah. There's no cell phone reception in coffins. <laughs> Uh, well, that's I was thinking today, like when 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 some big event happens and it's just like, man, he would be smiling. And then I was just thinking, like, actually, what his face looks like. It's just got worms crawling. Yeah, out. <laughs> it's like the yeah, the skeletons at the end of uh, the Raiders of the Lost Ark. <laughs> There's just like, the rat crawling yeah. out of his mouth. So now many scenes in Newark. It's just not a good movie. Yeah, uh, or it's, it's just like it's just like you just cut to the sarcophagus and it's just. <laughs> Yeah, just no reaction. That's probably what it sounds like down there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, what it sounds like if you woke up, you got buried alive, Oof. and you just wake up, and it, I guess it would just sound like... It's hard to know what it... Um, I, but I know that somebody has woken up in a coffin. It's yeah. definitely happened. Hmm. I mean, actually, wait, let me back hmm. that up. It, I, would, I, no, you know I mean, there are these weird, I mean, there's definitely people have been dead for like a half hour and then they come back. Yeah. Um, but I wonder if someone's been dead for like a week and there's just somehow, I don't know, maybe just somehow they just come back alive and they're just like, fuck. I bet somebody hasn't made it to coffin, but I bet someone has, has woken up under sheet. Oh yeah, under a white hospital sheet. I yeah, bet, I bet that's happened. Like we lost him, put the sheet over, put him in the morgue, and yeah. like they, they just like a brain. I bet that I don't has know. Maybe there's happened. like a, it's like a solar flash, or it's like something here. I wonder if like, if there's yeah. I bet because I has. can't think of anything worse than waking up in a. Uh, no, no movie nailed it better coffin. than Double Jeopardy. Yeah, nailed it. They crushed yeah. it in that when he, oh, when he puts her in there because she's in the coffin with a body, right? Yeah. Oh, that he's savage. Jonathan Devereaux. That movie's so good. He's savage in Double Jeopardy. Yeah, Bruce Greenwood. <laughs> yeah, Bruce Greenwood. A great movie. He is great. a bad boy. Um, okay, yeah. That's, she loves her kid in that movie. Yeah, Maddie. Maddie loves him. And then and then you get to the end. It's just kind of like this kid. Yeah, <laughs> Maddie. He's not even in like a band or anything. <laughs> yeah, but it would be great if like he just comes up and is just like. Where's dad? Where's <laughs> yeah, you Jonathan? liked it with him better. The guy we moved him down to New Orleans. I was having yeah. a good time. <laughs> Why did you kill dad? He was so much cooler than you. He was this ho- scummy hotel owner. He gave me my first blowjob. You probably, when I was do, 10. A, you probably do a whorehouse on Bourbon Street. Yeah, when yeah. I was for my tenth birthday. Oh, mom, I'm like I'm glad you found me, but like, yeah, like t- <laughs> can we go back to New Orleans? I have access to the kitchen twenty four seven. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, he took me to Mardi Gras. It was so fun. I'm mm-hmm. going to Tulane now. I just started rushing. At this yeah. <laughs> this com- this commercial saying it's a it's a 
an ad for elephants dying. Uh, uh, oh, I've seen those commercials. But, uh, uh, yeah, see, it's like, uh, why do you got to kill elephants? Well, they say a world without elephants is unimaginable. I... P- I can imagine it. I, I, I mean, I mean I not just, part of my reality. <laughs> we don't have them in LA. I just, I'm imagining it right now. And it's like, look, I don't, I think elephants are, are, are cool. They're, I think that's the thing is that they're these like beautiful creatures. It's like, God, right. Like, they're docile. But I mean, some of that jewelry kind of looks good. <laughs> yeah. Like a nice ivory piano. <laughs> I have one. Oh, wow. I never yeah. look at, I have on my mantle. It's it belonged to our grandmother, but I have an ivory <laughs> Uh, like medallion made, oh, and made it's the from shape a, of an it's the shape of an elephant, and it's made from ivory from a <laughs> that's been one hundred percent that hundred percent poached shit. Wow, I never this realized one hundred percent poached. But look at that thing; it's beautiful. Ornament. Yeah, um, I can't imagine a world. See, I can't imagine a world without um, ivory piano keys. So, because I don't want like the synthetic ones. You know, what I mean, yeah. you want the actual. I want the tusk on there. And you know what? You know why I want that on there? Because I want to continue to hear the phrase tickle the ivory. Yeah. I don't want, I don't want that phrase. The, tickle, tickle the them. plastic. Yeah, no, I don't want that. going to go tickle the plastic. <laughs> you know, I know I don't though acknowledge enough, like sitting down in a nice old piano that, uh, an elephant's contribution to that. Um, um, shout out to Instacart, man. Instacart's great. Yeah. What do you got in there? I just, I, I needed a cord. I brought my cord to the chargers game yesterday to our tailgate so we could watch the morning football games. While we were eating, drinking for the game and I left my cord down at, uh, down at my friend's house. So you got Instacart coming back. Yeah. Cause I needed a cord to put the podcast into my computer. All right. Um, that's important. So many saints in Newark is not good. Uh, somebody actually asked me like, what would you give it out of 10? And I'd give it like a two. Okay. Like two. That's a low rating. It's not a good movie. It's yeah. not even a. It's not a movie. That's the thing. It's because like I even gave the Gotti. I everyone hated the John Gotti Travolta one. I was like, what? <laughs> it's not that bad, you know. But you know what? It, it just had. At least that one kind of had like a story. Oh, Men of yeah. in Newark just didn't have a story, and but. So to go back to Friday Night Lights and my wreck of my wreck of like the fucking year mm-hmm. is uh, Midnight Mass, which oh. stars which stars Mr. Matt Saracen, oh, QB shout one out. of the QB one out. of the Dylan Panthers. He's kind of like the main character. That show is fucking so teased. Yeah, and if you want to know what teased means, it's good boy for fucking amazing. Yeah, that show. I haven't been shook like that since Midsummer. Uh, I haven't been shook like that since a show, like almost ever. Whoa, like, not shook. shook. All right, like, I, I gotta, was shook when I saw the Red Wedding in Game of Thrones, and I was okay. shook. I wasn't really shook. Uh, I don't. I, I don't was, really get shook that. Much I was shook a when Armand takes a dump in their suitcase in the oh, White yeah, Lotus. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, but no, I hear you. Well, I'm gonna watch that. Yeah, Midnight so Mass. It, so okay, so I'm just in a I'm in a scary movie kind of mood just because it's October and that's it's just tis the season. Mm-hmm. So it was when I heard that it was a horror sh- horror show, I was like, oh, perfect! Like uh, this is scratching a major itch, and it starts off really like the. the that's Mike Flanagan who made uh, he did Hush about the the deaf woman who mm-hmm. has the home invasion and he made Doctor Sleep. Uh, he's a, an incredible director. So when I saw it was him, I was like, oh, yeah, <laughs> nice. Uh, he's the guy's like just a powerhouse. And did, like so, the mood in the first few episodes is great. It was like suspenseful. It's these people that just live on this island, mm-hmm. like really far away from the mainland, mm-hmm. uh, and. As it goes on, I'm like, okay, what's going on? And then when you find out what this what this mysterious priest who shows up, 
I'm like, fuck. Okay, that's what's happening. Wow. And then the final three episodes, I was like, the second to last episode, I was, I like, I was, I was like, thank God I meditate. Yeah, because I would have fucking I spiraled like a little anxiety. Wow. And and look, it put me in a really bizarre mood going to bed. But I was like, man, like I haven't had a feeling like this watching something in a while. Mm-hmm. It's intense hmm. because it's. I'll just say, like, it's, it's about, it's really, really heavily, heavily about religion, uh, mainly Catholicism and the Bible. It's creepy religion. <sighs> wow. Yeah. It, it is good. All right. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to fucks with it. <laughs> oh my God. It, it's, it's only seven apps. Yeah. But I mean, God damn it. It's just so well made. I'm going to fucks with it. Are they, do you think there'll be a second season? No, it's impossible. Right. That's just, and it's impossible. Right. Because where it ends, it's like, no, I don't think think it's it's going to work out for for this town. Yeah, it's not just (laughs) in JR's dream. No. (laughs) That would be great if they just started the season. It's like, so we're we're trying to find another way into Midnight Mass (laughs) 2, second season, and you just wake up and it's JR. And, it, and it's it's young Jr. in Dallas, and he's just having a dream. And Midnight Mass season two is just Dallas. And it's just all about the oil family. <laughs> and he's just like, dude, I just had this fucking crazy ass dream about this yeah. weird island. And I was this in this. I was in this Netflix show. <laughs> yeah, what's <laughs> Netflix? I don't know, man, but I was in it. And then yeah. shout out Matt Saracen because he's come a long way since QB one. I've been to Saracen's house. I know. Right, yeah, I, I, I know Saracen. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. I'm I've, boys with him. Zach Gilford's is there. Yeah. He's great. And, and it's because he's Matt Saracen. And that's why I made that meme about when you see a, someone from Friday Night Lights in another show. Because when you watched Friday Night Lights, that was the first time you ever saw any of those actors. Yeah. So when you see him in another show, it's like, whoa. Well, because yeah, that was the Smash first. Smash Williams. That was the first time Meth Damon was in anything. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Landry. Yeah. So seeing Matt Saracen, it's like, I can only see Saracen. But he's like grown up and he's like, ooh, that wind. Yeah. He's, he's great. Oh, that's uh, what she was scared about. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah. Molly's not into the wind. He he's it's really solar good. Flash. He's really good, and uh, it's just a fucking. I mean, if you thought you were, you had doubts about uh, like Catholicism, or I think it's Catholicism uh, it, before mm-hmm. this shows. It's going to be like, man, dude, religion. People with religion are just fucking bonkers. Yeah, they're just insane. They're nutters. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm sorry if you're religious, but they're insane. No, they are insane. <laughs> well, it's just it's just insanity. It's but like, shout out Hamish Linklater. Ah, that at the actor. Cool name. Shout out to that name. I'll show you. I'll show you the picture. He's always just kind of been like, uh, like he'll pop in like a few TV shows, and it's like, yeah, okay, that guy. But he's never really been in anything where you're like, wow. I, mean, I, I know Hamish. <laughs> I, I know Hamish. Uh, he, I recognize like he Hamish. was in the Big Short, mm-hmm. and, and like he's good, but you've just never been like, wow, like he is. He plays the mysterious priest who shows up at the island. Oh uh, yeah, Molly definitely wants to go in the bathroom. So when I was watching it, I was like, "What?" It's basically like True Detective meets Midsummer meets that show Carnival mm. meets. I had another meets. I had another. Mm. Uh, this, is a, this is a big meetup. I had another. Cha- yeah, <laughs> this is a big meetup. It's kind of got elements of all those. It's just it's very creamy, at, pretty atmospheric, and like um, it's just fucking good. It's Dude, really good. Harry Dean Stanton's um, like outfit on the, his like space shuttle casual look. He looks like the, the CEO of Chubby's. <laughs> <laughs> he's got like a he's got like a, a Hawaiian shirt on with like a mesh a mesh oh, hat ooh, aliens. Oh, yeah. 
the aliens wrapping those. Gotta, gonna get a, we got to get this off our head, boys. We got to get this alien off our head. Is that Scarrett performing this yeah, operation? Look at the, what, oh, my God. Wow. He looks like, yeah, he looks like he directed movies in the 80s. Yeah. Yeah, these guys, this is not the uh, Apollo 13 crew. <laughs> well, speaking of, because she's, yeah, she's getting a medical procedure. I was in the ER last Tuesday. Oh, yeah. I caught, uh, I, was, I was riding the, um, the Vespa without pr- proper eye protection. Yep. And caught a little piece of shrapnel in the eye. Yep. And it was really frustrating because, so I thought I had something in my eye, so I tried to flush it out, but I used the eye wash and that actually made it worse. Right. And I, uh, I got an abrasion on my cornea. I thought it was a laceration. Abrasion. Well, okay. I mean, laceration, okay. abrasion. <laughs> yeah. That's, 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 uh, that's like a schoolhouse rock song. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but the worst was that it, it didn't hurt if my eye was open. Mm. And, but anytime I blinked or had my, like, I was like, could I sleep tonight? No. Mm. Cause with the eyes, I mean, I just, and I had to wait in the fucking waiting room for five hours. I thought they, I, the wait time went from seven hours to four hours. And I was just like, I don't know what else to do because I, but I was like, you can't give me anything. I was like, can't you, haven't you seen a clockwork orange? Can you give me at least the fucking thing to just keep this eye open (laughs) and play the movies that he's watching? Yeah. Cause I'm fucking, it was like, look at some woman was losing her baby. A guy came with a tree fell on his head. There was like some gang. There was like some, someone had a gun in the, in the ER. Um, there, Oh my God. I mean, just if you want, you just go check yourself into the ER from like midnight to 5.00 AM just <laughs> right. for the fucking, I mean like, uh, just for the fucking entertainment value. Mm. Like, cause the, tw- them managing the tweakers in there, there was this tweaker on acid. It's like, it's like fucking the way walking dead. I'm sure. And they, but they're, they're really, disruptive in there mm-hmm. they it, you kind of like it's really kind of scary because sure. the and and this is cedars this is like this is like the it's like spot, a cadillac of hospitals dude. yeah and um and yeah this one this one tweaker was just complaining this woman was just like walking around complaining she's like this is this sucks aren't there, <laughs> aren't there any magazines here <laughs> this is the tv there's not even the what's got it's, there's the only show that's on. And then I'm, I was just reading my book. And, and then I, I was just like, I saw on the periphery that she was coming across from me and sitting down. I was like, fuck. And I just hear, got another book, dude. Oh, Jesus. Oh, yeah. Like, Christ. here's my copy of Da Vinci Code. Like, <laughs> right, right. what are you going to, you're going to, I wanted to be like, if I had a book, would you actually sit down and read it? Yeah, right, right. Because I think you're on too many drugs what, right what now. What book were you reading? Um, it was this book. It's like, uh, <laughs> no, it's, it's this book called um, The, uh, God, I should know it. I'm, I'm currently reading it. Uh, it's not The Road Less Traveled. It's The Path of Least Resistance. Mm. It's about creativity, but also just that your life, where you are right now, is the path of least resistance. Because you like you tried something. If you tried something really hard and it didn't work, you kind of you tried a little something else. It's like why you have a podcast now. <laughs> Uh, and you're right. not, and you're not like running. You're not an astronaut. And I'm and, okay. Got. Or I'm not still at the office right now. Yeah, exactly. So it's um, it is actually interesting. They there was a there was a point in the book where well, they it's there's a lot of interesting points, but they talk about problems and how it's like okay, so there was like starvation in Ethiopia. So then they have live aid mm-hmm. and everybody fucking donates mm. and the problem gets a little bit better. Yeah. But then they, they're like, but then 
people are satisfied with the work they did on that problem. So they ignore it and go on to something else. Yeah, right. And then the problem gets worse. And then, and then the problem is still there. And yeah. like starvation is still a problem. Yeah. And that's basically like the cycle, the circle of problems. It's like you fix it a little, mm-hmm. it gets a little bit better. And that essentially you're constantly in this, in this, like you, the path of least resistance is essentially just chill, chilling on the couch, not doing anything. <laughs> so you basically like, Oh, I just accomplished this or I sold a screenplay or we did this. And it's like, well now I get to, I can just kind of fuck off for, a, for I see. A right. Okay. Got it. And it's like, you, you're just in this cycle, but they actually did compare creativity to love. It's, when you are creating art, mm. you're making art or you're doing anything, you you love it. You love it so much because you want it to be brought into the world. Right. Yeah. Um, and so it is the same, the same, um, you have like this, can have the same experience like creating a company or creating a painting or, you know, creating oh, yeah. a thing that makes sense. as you do in like a relationship with like some psycho. I have that with starter packs. Yeah. Yeah. You're in love with, <laughs> with starter packs. Kind of, yeah. yeah. Um, but anyways, so she was like, but then I fuck it. I mean, it's the worst. It was, it was manageable pain, but for five hours it starts to like fuck with you because yeah. I, I can't do anything about it. Like I have to blink right? and it hurts every time I blink. And so I'm like fucking losing my mind. And then by the time you get out of the hell of the waiting room and then they, as soon as they fucking open the door, it's just like, you're coming into the, like the gates of heaven, <laughs> you know, and everybody's right. chill. It doesn't matter what's going on. These, they're all cool as a cucumber. Mm. And the guy just comes in. He's like, yeah, man, I saw you were on the, he's like, I know I stuff sucks. He's like, I, I saw you were on there for five hours. He's like, we tried to get you in here. He's like, yeah, let's just, give you a drop of that and just one drop and it was like i was like oh it was better than like any nut i've ever busted like i almost (laughs) want to like i almost want to get an eye injury every week right and deal with it for five hours to go get a fucking drop of that i mean hey relief medicine medicine is awesome yeah I, i mean like Look, I don't want to get into an anti-vaccine, but like <laughs> medicine medicine's awesome. pretty fucking great. Or no, actually, you know what? No, I don't want to get into a, a, a vaccine thing. More like I'm going to throw some shade at like, at like instead of like getting medicine, you're just going to like eat a lot of ginger. <laughs> Yo, no, no, it doesn't. Well, this is the thing is like, so they gave me um, 12 Vicodin, but I didn't need them after I had mm. the break. So I took... Two, I, I, I took two and then threw, threw the rest away because if you don't need the pain medication, you're just fucking your week up because you're going to take it for three days and you're going to be like, you're going to be fucking, um, you know, you're like Lou Reed for, <laughs> for a couple of days and then you don't have the pills and it's kind of like a two day rebound of like mini heroin withdrawal. Mm. But I realized, but I just took two just for, just for fun, just for like, and I mean, I waited in the ER for like five hours. Yeah. Like I deserve, deserve a little bike and like, dude, I, so I took the two Norcos and I was like, I totally get why people are junkies. Mm. I was like, I, and I just chilled in my apartment and like, listened to jazz. <laughs> and I was like the way, and it's like, you know, there, you got about, you got about a good, like you peak for about an hour and 10 and then you're still kind of in the thing. Mm. And I was like, 
I feel better right now. I have, I'm in like a better state of mind. I feel better than I feel, than I feel doing anything. Coming back from a great hike, a a surf, Mm. uh, a great podcast, you know, a a good time with a loved one, like Mm. all these things. And I'm like, okay, I get it now. Like opiates are better than reality, than any, than reality. Opiates are better. Yep. (laughs) opiates are better than anything. And so it's like, I get why people are junkies. I mean, I totally fucking get it because you're, you're vibing. You're, you're literally living your best life. It just sucks because it's also, you're living your worst life concurrently. That's why, like we were talking about last week, I don't get the speed ball because you feel great. And then it's like, but I'm going to add blow to this. Well, yeah, totally. And because that, that that blow come down though. Yeah. It's just like, that sucks. Maybe the heroin takes a little of the edge. off. It must. Maybe that's why people like speed balls. Actually, maybe because you're right in the middle. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. It takes the edge off that that uh, bumper stilt skin. I see. Right, right. But they, but so I mean, I I was kind of like, okay, I actually think it might be nature's gift to people who just can't anymore. Mm. And I'm not talking about a basic bitch who like can't even with like uh, like the line. <laughs> no, you're talking Starbucks. about like a tortured artist. I'm talking about or... like a tortured person. Yeah, I'm right. I and I and like I think about like I thought about I thought about Phil Hoffman a lot. <laughs> right. I thought about Phil Hoffman. I thought about Phil a lot. Phil came and talked to you. Phil, no, and I was just like, I think that opiates are nature's gift to the tortured mm. to give you a. I mean, because you actually touch. I believe you sort of you kind of touch you touch heaven a little when you're on that opiate trip you're you're in a really really special place yeah and you know it's ultimately going to get you it's going to take you down but but that being said that takedown all that all that pain that it causes your family and Mm. all that other stuff you're feeling pretty good on that downward spiral yeah no you are you're um, there's reasons why Velvet underground wrote songs there's about. a reason why people are hanging out in their own feces under bridges <laughs> yeah no, with strangers no. shooting fucking junk from dirty needles <laughs> sitting like chilling in cardboard boxes and like giving up everything that meant anything to them in their lives because <laughs> it's pretty cool <laughs> right. no I, I but see for me I yeah I just don't like that feeling Right. I, that's why when I sprained my ankle, that was the last time. That was the last painkiller I ever had, and I was like, "Oh no, I, yeah, no, you're not I it? like, no, I just, I don't. It's like I felt good. It took the pain away, but I was just like, ugh. Okay, because I like it a lot. No, like I do too, but no, I don't like how good it feels. Right. I'm like, oh, I don't know. Well, no, like, I mean, I was literally just in bed, and I just took two Norcos, just two, hmm. like, and I was just in bed. And and I took some Pachamama CBD, oh, which, uh, yeah, okay, with a little Pachamama. But then I um, I like looked at my journal the next day, and I hadn't even even remembered write, writing this, but I had written all the wild beauty in the world, Ooh, and I'm uh, like, that's a fucking opiate note. But it's also kind of a cool thing. Yeah, all the wild beauty in the world, and I'm just like, that's what that's why heroin in like poets and like musicians like it just gets you in that like gets you in the pocket it gets you in the pocket <laughs> right. there's like a darkness mm-hmm, but you're but also beauty but you're so comfortable you're like it's like you're in a cloud yeah no it's and true. you're and you're just like yeah and, it, and i was like 
Yeah, man, that's great. <laughs> yeah. And I'm glad that I got rid of the the other ones because then I it was like I didn't need to be like oh, writing right. notes like that for three days. <laughs> but I but I know but I know where Phil Hoff Philip Seymour Hoffman was. By the way, we were just joking. We don't call him Phil Hoffman. Yeah, because we don't I know, know him. where Phillips exactly. Because <laughs> he's not our friend. Um, they, I know where he was going when he dropped his kids off, and mm. he, I think he picked up twenty bags of body bag. Oh. I know he was going back to his West Village fucking apartment, mm-hmm. and he was fucking pumped to chill, Max. Yeah, right, 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 and like. You know he's he like he, he, he like. Did you imagine just doing heroin with Philip Seymour Hoffman? Like, uh, oh my god! Uh, just he's. Uh, oh no, I can't. I never. I never want to be around heroin or see it. I'm just gonna be like. Have you ever? Have you ever read the play? Um, <laughs> oh god! Have you ever read the Seagull? Have you? We were. I was doing this off Broadway. But he was just alone. I was doing this off Broadway thing with. Um, yeah, and then yeah, he's just like, oh, did you? Is the record skipping? It's been skipping for like three hours. Is like, yeah, you like Thelonious Monk? Uh, but uh, and then like every so often he's like, oh, <laughs> oh Jesus, that's like a nightmare. So I know where he was going. Yeah, he was going to. I mean, any of them. Yeah, he was going to Happy Land. Very, he was going to Happy Land. Yeah, he was the Happy Death Day. Yeah, yeah, he no, he was, yeah. and then. But uh, he, I think he knew that was he was. I don't think he cared. Mm. I don't think he cared. I and I think that is the junkies' mentality. They're just like, this is better than life. This is better than that omelet at that cafe I go to. Yeah, <laughs> this, this is, is better than being a fucking indie darling in a P.T. Mm. Anderson movie. This is better because think about all the things he's had. He's got a family. Got an he's, Oscar. He's, he's got an Oscar. He's been in. He's worked with all the coolest directors. Mm. He's like. A, a, unequivocally respected probably has a great apartment and he's just like he's just like but i'm just gonna take the slam train to fucking death town uh, yeah no it's like you're you're in the happy place but waiting <laughs> at the end of the rainbow yeah. the happy place is that laughing dicaprio yeah. <laughs> where he's from, uh django Unchained. yeah uh, uh yeah, so hey, the- phil i have pt anderson calling uh just give my son's number <laughs> is this for the liquor's pizza <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I read the script. That's why I'm going to do heroin until I die. Uh, oh, man. <laughs> but no, but for going back to the ER, like that experience, that that's why they fucking had a show about it. Yeah. That went for like 15 years. Yeah. And they probably could, they'll definitely reboot that because literally uh, all it's going to take is for one TV writer to go to the ER. And yeah. Like, hey, why don't let's keep, let's keep ER going because this is totally insane. they're loving it back there in the ER. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. They lo- And they're all in their Crocs and like the... <laughs> Yeah, right, right. Yeah. Those are like probably the best doctor shoes. And my nurse was like, she was a piece. Yeah, I think people that are doctors, I think they like it. Yeah. They seem to like I mean, you're healing. You're a healer. And I think it's just fun. I think it's you got power too. Most ER docs work like two, three shifts, shifts a week max. And I think you pull in like 260K. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it's one of the, like the, it's like cool guy doctor bros. It's it's just like, yeah, I want to, yeah, it's like there's something kind of, you're kind of living on the edge a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're, um, yeah, talk about working nights. Yeah, oh yeah. Jesus. You got to work but, at night. But then when you don't have to work, like, what is it? You have like three nights a week and then three nights where you're just mm. like watching Seinfeld. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> it's just, it's just ER straight to just like the, the eight clockwork orange room where they just hold your eyelids open and you just watch Seinfeld until your next shift. 
Um, oh, yeah. Uh, I've never been to the ER. Uh, no, I take that back. I went, and the person, when they, they, I went for something really dumb that I thought was worse than it was. And when I got there, they were like, hey, you're really here for this? Right. <laughs> I was like, I didn't well, know. I, I thought it was, it was this rash that I had that I thought was worse no, than it was. No, but I mean, sometimes you just, because I've been there, I thought my, the needle from my allergy shots was stuck in my arm because they like hit a nerve. Mm. And I like went to the ER. I'm just like, look, I don't think it's in there, but can you just x-ray it so I can stop thinking about this? Mm. And yeah, they're like, yeah, there's no needle in there. What else is going on, bud? <laughs> What's, uh, right. It was the, well, the week I quit drinking. Well, I didn't quit drinking coffee. Now I just drink a cup a day like a normal human being. I was drinking like a pot a day. Ooh. Yeah, that's too much. Mm-hmm. That's too much C. Yeah, it's a little too much C. <laughs> but yeah, I, th- I had a, you know what it was? I had a rash like on my groin, and I was like, I was you're in your twenties, you think everything is like an STD, mm. and it wasn't. And yeah, I remember going there, and they were just like, <laughs> Yeah, all right, here, like you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> I was like, Yeah, yeah here's a steroid cream. <laughs> I didn't know. Um, was that the alien? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, I thought there was something else that I watched. No, it was just Midnight Mass. I haven't watched Squid Game yet. I'm going to do it because the fucking yeah. memes are just taking Squid, over. I'm, I'm here for Squid Game. Um, I'm, I'm, I've got that on the queue. I might start that tonight. Yeah. Uh, Squid Game looks teased. But I'm just, I'm in a, I'm in a, I'm in a horror movie. Uh, I'm just, it's just, it's, it's Shocktober. Yeah. I watched, so I saw Nightmare at Elm Street uh, and Don't Panic at the New Beverly, which by the way, if no one's ever seen Don't Panic, fucking watch it. It's incredible. Mm. This 80s, like the campiest horror movie you've ever seen in your life. So Midnight Mass is the the Ugh. stream of the week, and um, Don't Panic, Wreck of the Week. If you can find it, something tells me Don't Panic's a hard movie to You're find. You're gonna have to go down to uh, Cinephile to <laughs> or like pick to up Tijuana a, to find yeah. some DVD copy again. Um, and then I watched. Uh, well, their their astronaut casual look in this fucking <laughs> their their astronaut casual drip in this is fucking great. Yeah, are they? They, they don't feel like astronauts. <laughs> no, they feel like he feels like a heroin addicted like Warfare. PA on. <laughs> fucking apocalypse now tom scarrett right now and yeah. that like are they from nasa <laughs> yeah what what space <laughs> yeah sigourney uh, and then i watched a uh, nightmare on elm street 2 uh last thursday which is just an abomination it's which is but it was the first nightmare on elm street i ever watched uh back in like probably 89 in syracuse and i thought it was the coolest fucking thing ever but and i loved it but i mean it's just the worst movie it's a horrible right. movie and then i watched psycho 2 on friday you know which is not the worst but psycho 2 is great psycho yeah the, the continuing <laughs> uh, adventures of uh norman, norman bates, bates. bates. I, yeah, I, psycho I 3 it. is actually good too <laughs> I, I watch that today yeah. i love the psycho well, franchise one thing i was noticing is um robbie krieger this is strange and i was i saw this on halloween robbie krieger guitar player from the doors now looks a lot like freddy krueger <laughs> It's very, it's, I wonder if there's anything like his last name Krieger <laughs> and he just like subconsciously like manifested his looking like Freddy Krueger. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. He kind of does. Yeah. Jesus. Freddy Krieger. 
Yeah, <laughs> he kind of does. He, oh. he could just be Freddy Krueger for Halloween. Yeah, he really should. Yeah, yeah, if he, he just put the does. glove, if he just put the glove on. Oh man, yeah, he yeah. does a little bit. Oof, he's seen better days. Yeah, Morrison looked better than he. Did. Yeah. Um, oh, and also, if you want to watch a movie, I, mean, I know you're the one who told me about this movie, but if you want to watch a movie that literally, if you want to know what working in Hollywood is like, watch The Big Picture. Oh, it's such so, so with great. Kevin Bacon. Yeah, it's really great. Watch that movie. It's it's silly and kind of poor. It's Christopher Guest. But mm-hmm. it's it's kind of goofy and like made. It's not like made necessarily that great, but that I don't know if another movie nails how working in Hollywood is like better mm-hmm. than that movie. Yeah, you want to know what dealing with a studio exec is like? Watch the, that's what it's like. Right. It, it's they that movie just absolutely nails it. Yeah, and like they nail like kind of feeling like a hot shit in Hollywood and yeah. then how quickly it goes. Oh, and, and then there's away. always the other guy that's trying to like cut you down. Yeah. He's like, oh, you've got, you've got, you've got a picture set up there. I have five. And that's the, the fat kid from head of the class. Yeah. Great movie. And I like the, the director's like, we want to shoot in black and white. He's like, well, we can't do that. He's <laughs> like, they don't make the cameras for that anymore. <laughs> yeah. That's no, no. Yeah. Big picture is fucking <laughs> great. Is so Kevin good. Bacon is so good in it. And you know what? God, another thing about watching these eighties horror movies here at the new Beverly is that like, literally there's a shot in nightmare on Elm street two That's like literally three blocks away from here in the Hancock mm-hmm. park. I'm like, ah, 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 there's Wilshire country. Go, ah, ah, it's like literally the sound of when you ah. see something in a movie. Yeah. It's like <laughs> the DiCaprio memes from ah. once upon a time in Hollywood. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> Yeah, I drove past the Seinfeld building in K-Town the other day. I was like, ah! That's the sound of, ah! I wonder who lives in that building. I, I can <laughs> tell you it's not like a bunch of Jewish comedians and their wacky neighbors. <laughs> oh, no way. It's probably all, it's probably, because that's deep Korean that's, town. Yeah, it's deep K-Town. I bet it's all, it's full Korean mm-hmm. and probably some hipsters. It's like on the corner of 8th and, um... I don't know. A street that starts with the M. But that's the epitome of. You probably it, buy heroin in if there. If you didn't, if you were driving around LA in like 1997, mm-hmm. uh, because before the internet, no one knew where that film, that building was. I always thought it was in Manhattan. But if you were driving and if you found yourself in Koreatown in 1997, that was probably the. <laughs> you probably let out the biggest. Ah! Ah! Dude! Oh, dude! Is that from Seinfeld? Yeah. Oh, bad. I wish we had a way to look this up. I think that's from Seinfeld. Yeah. That was the biggest. Ah! Yeah. Or you're just, yeah, you're just like walking back from like some weird club on LSD. You're like, let's go get some pupusas ah. down on 8th Street. And uh, yeah. <laughs> ah! <laughs> ah! Let's climb up it. Let's climb up into Jerry's apartment. <laughs> See if he's there. Oh, man. Uh. Well, on that note, how much time <laughs> we got left? Uh, ah! Got about two ah. minutes. Ah! Got about two, two minutes. minutes. <laughs> Look at, they have beers up here. That's right, Fox. It's time for the Camp Good Boy Shout Out Hour. <laughs> hey, Phil, who are you giving Instagram shout outs to this week? All right. Yeah, so they have beer and, like, see, I have no desire to go to space, but I'd go with this crew. Yeah. <laughs> Hawaiian shirts, beer, and uh, sig bombs. Except mm. uh, John Hurt's about to eat whatever he eats that gives him uh, the worst indigestion. Yeah, he, he, he gets a uh, bit of a microbe, a bad. Uh, <laughs> um, all right, so here we go. Give some shout outs. Um, Hey, shout out uh, Death Cube A. Hey, shout out. Shout out. Uh, hey, shout out uh, MK Cams. Shout out. Shout out. Um, and hey, shout out uh, Todd Philip Vandale. Hey, shout out. 
Shout out uh, Chris mm, It's like eight mm. M's Shout out Shout out And last one Shout out Steve B334 Shout out And yeah I, I, I just had a little Halloween fun uh, Today and changed the I saw icon. that Yeah a little Halloween That's fun a little Halloween fun yeah. <laughs> Cause you know what I like about it It kind of looks like The opening credits Of like a horror movie Yeah It's like the orange Yeah it's it kinda is little grainy. It kind of looks Like a little pumpkin <laughs> Which I got a little Pumpkin over on my uh, I saw that Yeah <laughs> Shout out, guys. Thanks for supporting the page. Yeah. Um, oh, shit. Yeah. It would, it would be cool if, yeah, uh, John Hurd just hurt. John Hurd, William Hurd. Is this John Hurt? So this is John Hurt. He's no. hurting. Yeah, this is John Hurt. He's hurting right now. Yeah, really? What did he eat? It would be great if just like, yeah, if, yeah, instead of this alien, like John Merrick popped out of his stomach. <laughs> it kind of looks like John Merrick. Oh, yeah, a little bit. It's like, it's like I, little I, Elephant Man baby. I bet that's what the Elephant Man looked like when he was a baby. So, it probably. Yeah, Harry Dean Stan's like, miss me. <laughs> oh, and then that guy. So, so, yeah, what did he eat? It looked like he was just having a salad. They're, they were not. This was not what they dreamed about when they wanted to be astronauts as a kid. Oh, Ian Holm. Ah. With the dad in Garden State. <laughs> ah. <laughs> uh, and then... So that comes out of, I love in Spaceballs when they spoof that and the alien just puts a hat on and just sings, mm-hmm. hello, my baby. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's a funky looking spaceship too. Yeah. God, this is such a, like, a, this is such a, um, it's such like, it's like the guy at the, at my board, at boarding school. It's so that guy, it's so the guy, it's so this movie, like, it's so just like the cool DVD to have. Mm-hmm. It just is. I don't know. Hocus Pocus. Wow. It was just, it was just so the cool DVD to have. It really was. Um, mm. Hocus Pocus. I'd rather watch this than fucking many scenes in Newark. Again. Yeah. And then like I heard some guys be like, I can't wait to rewatch it. Like you really, there. It has no rewatchable. See that appeal. shit again? Oh my god! I, I could go. They on might be. On. Ma- maybe they're masochists. They must be. I. Uh, I just. Ah uh, man. But you know the thing is, I wasn't that upset because I wasn't. I. W- I kind of kept this in because I, I mean look when people are kind of excited about something you don't want to just be like oh you don't want to be the one who's like I don't know right. so I wanted to let people be excited about it but like I was just like are we sure this is going to be good mm-hmm. like the Sopranos they kind of laid it all out for you mm-hmm. and also the Sopranos had flashbacks yeah, and they totally worked to know why Tony is the way he is mm-hmm. and I was just like I don't know what, what did the show not lay out for you that you needed to see in this, in this other movie right uh, I just am lost. I was confused. Hmm. So, uh, that's my take on that movie. I've been ready to unleash that for two weeks now, just because I've been like talking to myself when I take Molly for a walk about just how much I disliked it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Midnight Mass, though. Ugh. Yeah, I'm gonna put eyes on that. <sighs> God. Well, all right. I gotta get. Uh, I gotta get back home before this wind, <laughs> the solar flash, picks up and blows me off my. <laughs> the sun just eats moped. the earth tonight. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, I know you did last summer. Yeah, let's make that into a series. <laughs> yeah. How many things did they do last summer? <laughs> Why would Does, you remake that? Yeah. <laughs> God. Oh, man. All right. So stupid. Well, uh, thanks for tuning in. Yeah, stay safe out there. And uh, dude, Instacart is so sneaky. Did they, just, did they just deliver my package? One second. Hold on. <clears throat> oh, no. Yeah, they did. Wow. They are sneaky out there. They, they, they're real sidlers. They, they deliver. And I don't even like hear my gate. I just come in. Yeah. They're probably just like drones that come. I mean, that's, that's next. Just drone deliveries. I am not here for those robots. Those, those, uh, Uber delivery robots. Oh, yeah, I've never even, I, dude, one. I'm just like, I was walking around the corner actually to go to the new Beverly and the fucking, 
the motor, the, the guy, I was like, no, no. <laughs> and then there was a guy like sitting on the sidewalk and I was like, I'm not ready for that yet. He's like, yeah, me neither. <laughs> it just, dude, look at who just delivered my, the wire that I had. And, oh my God. Talking about midnight mass. You know, what's weird. You know, what's kind of spooky about, about Instacart <laughs> a little bit. And they don't all do this, but sometimes people will take a picture of the, the item on your, on oh, your yeah. porch. Yeah. I'm like, whoa. What is this lost highway? No, I get, <laughs> I get that too. Yeah, it, it totally is that. Well, they drop it off because I have, I have my DoorDash set to just leave it at my door. Mm-hmm. So they take a picture of it. Sometimes they get in the front door and just leave it on the. Because I have, I live in like a building as an old hotel, so there's like a, um, like a concierge desk. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they just leave it on that. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes they just leave it right on the street on oh, the outside no. of the fucking thing. Like talk. About about phoning it in <laughs> yeah. like literally like i i have to run down the stairs yeah that's to get up. it because it's like i mean it's there's a- ample foot traffic and like mm. a lot of homeless people just like oh, walking I mean, around yeah. like come we, on guys we live in a thefts paradise in this yeah city. yeah you, you just you're just that's good that's that does it for you that's job well that's yeah that's mission accomplished one star just leave it right outside <laughs> Yeah, that's fucked up. And I don't even get a a, a buzzer or like a, a text. I just get the text. It's like your item has been mm. delivered. I go outside. Yeah, it's like nah. And then look at the picture. It's like oh no, yeah, that's outside. <laughs> right. Oh, what a dick. Yeah. Yeah, I just uh, I should do that thing where I have because I have a balcony, so I could like have a little fishing wire oh, with a yeah. bucket, <laughs> and they just they put it in, and we just and I kind of go up. That would like be kind of cool. Yeah, that would be fun. Yeah, just put it in the bucket. Yeah. I like when they're like, the buzzer's broken. I'm like, it's not broken. You're just a moron. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I don't like the, uh, I don't like the taking a picture of my front door with yeah. my item there. It's like the, knowing that you were just, I'm right in here yeah, and he was just outside taking a picture. A picture. I, it fucking creeps me out. Um, hey, you did a good job though. I really needed that cord so I can put this podcast up. All right. <laughs> Well, on right, that guys, note, uh, enjoy your uh, enjoy those fall leaves. Yeah, sure they're fall leaves. Uh, <laughs> I wonder if anyone's listened to Camp Good Boy High on heroin. Hmm. If you have, let us yeah. know. Yeah, <laughs> we're alive. here for it. Yeah, <laughs> know. we know. We understand the joy of that. <laughs> so right. keep doing it. Yeah. <laughs> if you if you got if you got uh, junk, cook uh, it up. Yeah, and uh, keep enjoying them. Yeah, <laughs> we're, I hope we're getting you through that high. Yeah, it's just um, listening to Camp. Good boy. Good. I love when they do that. Oh, that was I love when they do that. Do they have two minutes left? I think I only have two minutes left. <laughs> and they're like when they hear us talking about like how we understand heroin, it's like, yeah, it's the DiCaprio. <laughs> oh, the, the one's about a time. In if Hollywood, we were the I'm last thing that. somebody heard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, before it just lights out. White light. They just heard kiss shouted out. Floating up over their body, looking down at their corpse with headphones on. I wonder what I'm just listening a to. smile on their face. <laughs> yeah. I wonder, yeah, I wonder if anyone's died listening to Camp Good Boy. Maybe in like a car accident. Yeah. Mm. If you <laughs> If you have, uh haunt my house. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> haunt the airwaves. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. Later. Later.